0: You're listening to Castle Rock First United Methodist Church's Sermon Podcast. If you'd like to learn more about Castle Rock FUMC, you can go online at fumccr.org. Thank you, and have a good day. Our scripture lesson for today comes from Proverbs um, 11, verse 25. Listen to these words. Generous persons will prosper. Those who refresh others will themselves prosper be refreshed this is the scripture of faith for the people of faith thanks be to god amen a generous person will prosper and whoever refreshes others will be refreshed what a great thing to think about when we talk about giving and 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 a you know i You've heard me say that I'm not one to talk about money. I don't like to talk about money. I, I just want you all to know that the church has bills to pay, and we need your money to pay those bills. Outside of that, let's do good with it, in all honesty. And I think sometimes we, we forget that that's what we're, we're called to do. We're called to do good throughout the whole world with everything that we're given. Uh, all of our gifts and graces that we have, we have the ability uh, to do good at all the times, at all the places that we can. And how we choose to give those gifts that God has blessed us with matters. Uh, we can't hoard it in ourselves and not be willing to give. And it can be anything, whether it's um, financial means or spiritual means or uh, physical means or you know things means, just any way that we can give makes a difference. It changes us and it changes those that we give. Henry Waldsworth Longfellow wrote give what you have to someone it may be better than you dare to think and we think about those gifts that maybe have been given to us that for someone wasn't anything but yet for you made the world one of the greatest christmas gifts i have ever been given was a um, weather radio from my grandmother-in-law we were first married and and uh, one of our first christmases together and and i opened up the gift and i was like a weather radio what? Why? Never would have dawned on me to ask for a weather radio for Christmas, but yet it happened to be one of the most useful things that we ever had living in central Oklahoma until it finally went kaput. <laughs> but it was a great gift. And I think sometimes we forget that those gifts that we give, whether it's um, helping out, um, you know, and I'm thinking about the gifts this week, the, the, those people that helped with the funeral services provided, the gift of food, hospitality, and love, and how it made a difference for each and every one of those families. And and that's to me what it means to give. When we give, we we should be focusing on giving and and of our whole selves and not just little things. In the United Methodist Church, one of the things that we ask you is when you join the church, is do you agree to support the church by your prayers, presence, gifts, service, and witness? What kind of prayers do you give? Are they self-centered prayers that only are for you, or are you praying for your friends that you know that are hurting, or for the world that you know that definitely needs to be bathed in prayer, or uh, anything else that may come up? How are you being present? You know, being present matters. Like that, that sense of presence matters, and we talk about you know these things that we want to have in the church. Well, if we want to have them, when well, we got to show up to them, right? Well, we've got to find a way to be a part of them. And there are different ways to be a part of something. You can be a part of the youth ministry and never once have to talk to one of those kids. I'd encourage you to, because they would love to hear from you, sort of. I mean, they're teenagers, so kind of give them some grace, because you were there one day. But get to know them a little bit. Because that's how we build those relationships. And you can be a presence in, in someone's life or in a ministry. And, and I always the, way, the best way to be a presence is you can pray. You can pray for that ministry. You can help pay for it, and you can you can you can pay for it and give money when they need it, or say, hey, um, I know the youth are going on a mission trip. You know, how much money do they need? I'll never forget one time I had a man. Uh, who uh, went with us on the first year of the mission trip uh, when we were in Calumet and couldn't go every other year because of a big farm show in Tulsa. And they sacrificed the first year, but they recognized that they couldn't do that every year. But every time before we were to leave, he would say, how much money do you need? He'd hand me an envelope. And it would have an exuberant amount of cash for us to have fun on our mission trips. So you can pray and pay. Where you can play and jump in. And some of you may feel like you have what it takes, but I can tell you, as someone who had to, uh, who had to jump in many a time, sometimes you find that you actually had exactly what it was needed. I remember one time when I was asked to teach this class, and it was for little kids. And I, not my gift, I know that. But they needed someone. And I was a young, college-age student who wanted to serve in the church, and so I stepped up, and they learned just as much from me as I learned from them. They knew the Bible way better than I did, I'm not going to lie. Our conversations about Bible lessons were hilarious, but fruitful, and it was all because I was willing to jump in and take a risk. And so how we give our presence matters, and, and, and it goes with gifts. And, and how we give our gifts matters, and it's not just about giving me financial means. That's important. That's how the church stays open. That's how we're able to provide um, space for all the addictive ministries that we offer uh, throughout the week. I think we have about four groups that meet throughout the week that deal with addiction. And then we have other groups that meet throughout the rest of the month. We provide a space for a Boy Scout troop. We wouldn't be able to do this if it wasn't for your generosity. And if it wasn't for the generosity of those who've gone before us. But it's more than just money. Gifts is more than just money. Gifts is your talents. What are your strengths? Some of you have taken the Strengths Finder for me, and you know your strengths now. And it's funny how many times some of you have uh, recognized what your strength is, and you said, wow, like this is who I am, and I'm glad that I know this now. Or maybe you're willing to give your gifts of whatever it is you have to do. Because let me tell you, the food that I've had this week has been amazing. <laughs> because some of you have amazing gifts. And I can't thank you enough. How do we give our service? How do we serve? And it's more than just inside the walls of the church. Because realize, like your faith doesn't just like reside here. You're not just a Christian in this building. I hope you understand that. I hope that you understand that when you go out into the world, you're representing Christ into the world. Not only that, you're representing our church. And how you serve matters. How you serve on your boards or, or those nonprofit profit ministries or those nonprofit things that you um, give towards or are a part of. like You're representing Christ in those spaces. How are you giving yourself in those spaces? And then how are you witnessing? Now I know witnessing can be a little scary, I'm not going to lie. But when we fully give ourselves to being a witness to how Christ has made a difference in our life, it changes us. It changes the way that we look at things. And, 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 I, and I want you to be a witness. I want you to be willing to be able to give a witness. Now you don't have to testify, you don't have to have a story. Uh, everybody has a faith story, some of them look different than others, and that's okay. But really to be a good witness into the faith to how, uh, is really to share how God is at work in your life. And just sharing that and not being afraid. And even if there's someone that's going to be a naysayer, because there always is, just acknowledge him for being a creation of God and move on. Because that's your experience. And we're called to be good Witnesses and we can give ourselves to be a a good witness, it it changes us, and and it changes those around us, and and, it makes a difference in this world. William Sloan Coffin, in a sermon on stewardship, he said that stewardship, in short, consists in living a Christ-life life. life. It's not a part-time affair, of a few church-related folk, but it's a full-time calling for the whole human species. Everything we do is a representation of what we're giving to the world. Everything. And how we choose to do that matters. If we say that we're followers of Jesus, understand that Jesus calls for us to give our whole selves to him. That's everything. So how does your life reflect that? How does your life model that? And, and, and in honesty, we all have room for growth. <laughs> Nobody has perfected it yet. But we should strive for it. We should make progress towards it. Because when we do, not only are we changed, but the world around us is changed. First Peter 4.10 reads, Each person should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. I wanna challenge you this week to give. Give all of your prayers, all of your presence, all of your gifts, all of your service, and all of your witness to God and see what happens. See how you change. And then see how those around you change as well. Let us pray.